Oh, welcome back to Trot's Life, and Stephen Cleveman joins us. Steve, firstly, mate, how are you, and uh, what's happening today? No, uh, just here at the stables, Toby, just uh, in between working horses, sort of jump online and uh, go through the little black book for what looks a fantastic meeting at Cranbourne Saturday night. Yeah, well, what a <laughs> what a pleasure it is to just have leap to fame race again in under any <laughs> any circumstances, and I'm sure the club's just absolutely stoked to have him in the cup. Yeah, absolutely, you would be. Uh, it's hard to get these absolute top liners to come to these country cups, and uh, Cranbourne have done a great job to uh, tempt him to hang around. And uh, hang around, he is done, and he's a very short price favourite to be taking out the cup. I can't see him getting beaten, and uh, I no doubt we'll get into your little black book runners shortly, but, uh, yeah, you can't see him getting beaten, surely. No, I mean, only bad luck would be getting him beaten, I'd, I'd be expecting in this field. Uh, he proved how good he was the other night, although he did get to the front and had it his own way. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see if there's some tactics. Does anyone want to have a crack and and park him and, and uh, you know, see if they can't make him do a little bit of work. That's the only time he's been susceptible here in Victoria is when he has been parked and uh, made to do a little bit of extra work. So driving tactics will be very interesting. But parking him feels to me like you're shaping up to Mike Tyson, which wouldn't go well if it was me. <laughs> does that make sense? It certainly does, but then it maybe sets it up for someone to jump in the ring after you've gone 12 rounds and uh, try to get him with a cheap shot, and uh, there'll be another 10 horses or eight, nine horses at the back that'll Cheering be you waiting to jump in after round 12. Yeah, like in Cypher did. That's basically what happened in the Eureka, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So uh, that's that's the only way I can see uh, you know the result changing from last weekend. Now, with a country cup and a couple of lower-class races, I'd imagine there's not many little black book runners. No, it's a very light on night, actually. Uh, when I brought them up, I, I couldn't believe how few there was. We've only got two races covered, but we've got five horses going around. So we'll go through them, uh, I suppose, not so quickly because we've got plenty of time. But race five is the first of our little black runners, which is the Decron Cranbourne Gold Cup. We have Riquero Rebel, who, I tell you what, I've not heard you speak so much about a single horse uh, <laughs> in 48 hours as you have done about this horse. And uh, the great Max Delight also going around. Now, I was just tossing up my bed here, Toby, and I thought, well, I just have 100 bucks to place on Max Delight, but I know that you'd probably reach down the phone line, beep, grab me by beep. the throat, and shake me <laughs> like crazy. So, just for you. We've split it up. We're having a $30 place bet on Riquero Rebel, $70 place bet on Max Delight. If Riquero Rebel doesn't run top three, it's on you, Tobes. Okay, well, Riquero Rebel's uh, $5. I haven't got the, the tab up in front of me. What odds is Max Delight? Uh, no, I don't know. I haven't seen any oh. odds. Sorry, Tobes. All right, that's okay. Uh, well, at least you'll get 150 back from that outlay. I'm not sure about Max Delight. So, uh, yeah, well... Um, I'll take that. Uh, Rikiro, well, I've tipped her, as you've alluded to, and I just think uh, we're going to see a really big effort from her after her first up run uh, where she ran a terrific third. Is that when she went in the black book, or did she go in the black book last prep when she beat a horse called Ladies in Red? Uh, no, she's been there a couple of times, and I think she mm. went back in uh, after her first up run. Can you believe 12 months ago, or it was December... When she came over here, she'd only won one race in New Zealand. It's staggering, really, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. And it's so hard to gauge their horses because they do race some top-quality 
horses that very when they're at a very low ranking, it's sometimes yeah. hard to gauge exactly how good they are. But she's certainly shown her work. Because, uh, yeah, she's done a fantastic job since coming over here. Race six, uh, the Cranbourne fencing mare's pace. I think there might be one or two out of the black book in this race. Yeah, actually three, Toby. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and funny enough, they've all drawn side by side. We have race six, number nine, Nikki Nana, number ten, Heavenly Charm, and number eleven, Norm's Lady. All three mares have been going good. Heavenly Charm, I know it ran nine first up, but I think you'll find they would have been happy with the run. Mm. It will keep improving, and I still think it needs another run, so we're not going to be backing it. But we are going to have a little bet on number nine, Nikki Nana, having a $5 win, $25 place bet. And then Norm's Lady, number 11, we're going to have a $20 win bet, $50 to play. She is absolutely low-flying at the moment. If the speed's on up front, she will just be sitting back and lapping it up and wouldn't be surprised to see her running out of the top of them here. So just the four bets here for Saturday night. Cranbourne Cup, race five. Number two, $30 a place. Number six, $70 a place. And then Cranbourne race six. Number nine, $5 a win, $25 to place. And number 11, $20 a win, $50 to place. So... Very small night on Little Black Book Runners, but it's been getting home with some terrific value lately, so don't be surprised if we do the same Saturday night. Have you had much of a look at the Trotters' Cup, despite the fact there's no Little Black Book Runners? I have had a little look at it. Uh, I think, look, I'm ready, Jed. If she's at her best, I can't see her getting beat. Her win two runs ago, I thought, was excellent. Mm. Look back to be sort of pretty close to her best, so... Yeah, I'm sticking with I'm Ready Jet. Absolutely love that man. Mufasa Metro hit the line fantastic off a sprint a couple of runs back, and I think you'll see it absolutely flashing home quick. The big question mark is Elder Barandino. He pulled one out of the bag his last couple of starts and looks like he's getting back to his best, but I don't know that he's ready to measure up to I'm Ready Jet. I think he'd be close to... I think one stage he went in the grey book, did he, Elder Barandino? Yeah, well, he was in the Little Black Book, actually, until he came back from that spell. He had the three runs where he ran six, eight, and nine hmm. and went out. So uh, since he's been out, he's ran second and a win. So, uh, yeah, he's not far off getting back in. Yeah, I think you were stiff there because I reckon that he just wasn't quite right for that little prep middle of last year where he ran those three poor starts. So I'd love to see him just do everything right and you know, score up properly and become bomb-proof, and then we would see how good he is. I think there's still a bit more to go with him. Yeah, for sure, and uh, I'm not sure what the the sort of lingering issue was, but it did take him some time. But Mm. whatever they've done with him, they've certainly ironed out a few of those kinks because his last two runs have been very impressive, and it's great to see him back because, you know, when you get nice horses like that, it's so hard when you watch them not being able to perform at their very best. And this is one horse that we know how much ability he's got. So to see him getting back towards that, it is fantastic to see. Very good, mate. I'll let you... How far away is Mirakuru? Not in distance. He's probably standing right next to you, but how far off we've seen him back at the track? Yeah, he's only about six metres away at the moment, but yeah, <laughs> we'll be heading to Melton Trials next Tuesday. So, uh, a couple Ooh. of trials this month, and I'm tipping his first race start will be on the uh, 2nd of March at Melton. 2nd of March. Yeah, he's got a big fan, that horse, uh, who might even turn up to the trials next week to see him trial, I reckon, Stewie Tanner. Yes, there is a very big chance. Uh, <laughs> if he doesn't turn up there, we'll be catching up for a beer somewhere else. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
He's made the long trip just to come and watch Mirakura go around to the trial, so uh, we'll have to make sure he gets there. <laughs> that might be a stretch to say he's flown from London to Melbourne to see him go around to the trials, but never. Uh, and why else he'll come over this far, Toby? Ne- imagine me uh, saying you shouldn't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Uh, that is for yeah, sure. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And Stu will be listening to this and he'll be laughing his head off. He, so, will, uh, he will be. Absolutely. G'day, Stuart. Uh, good on you, Steve. I'll let you get back to Mirakuru, mate. Uh, best of luck on Saturday night with the Little Black Book, and we'll catch up on Monday with the Metrospective Review Show. Looking forward to it, Toby. Thanks, mate.